Hi, today on the Real Food Traveler podcast, we're talking steak and pork chops, steak houses specifically, and more specifically, we're going to be talking about Perry's Steakhouse and Grill. And my guest today is writer Ron Stern, who I have the pleasure of having as one of my writers on Real Food Traveler. And Ron is a 20-year food and travel photojournalist whose work has been seen in papers such as the LA Times, Chicago Tribune, Baltimore Sun, as well as many magazines such as Shape, Canadian Traveler, Cruise, AAA Motorist, and others. And he's the former City Guide editor for the large food and wine website, The Daily Meal. So as you can tell, I'm very, very honored that Ron writes for Real Food Traveler on occasion and that he's agreed to join me today on the podcast. So Ron, thank you so much for coming on and talking Perry's with me. Sure, thanks for having me. Yeah. So Perry's, from my understanding, started out as a butcher shop way back when, before growing into becoming a, a steakhouse, which seems in some ways like an unlikely transition. But I think given how important the relationship was between homemakers and their butchers back when to make sure you got the best cut and that they saved you the you know kind of cut you wanted for your Sunday roast or whatever... It does kind of make sense that a steakhouse restaurant would grow out of that. So can you tell us a little bit more about how you think that original butcher connection translates now into the dining experience? Sure. Well, um, a lot of the younger viewers or listeners actually would uh, probably not realize that small businesses basically help build this country. You know, back in the day, there was lots of them, mom and pops, and, you know, they would get the whole family involved. And people would go to their favorite places to buy groceries or bread and meat. And this actually you can see very easily now in Europe if you go there. I mean, this is almost every neighborhood has something like this still, where you can find your best chocolate shop or butcher. And so it's very common over there, and everybody kind of had their favorite. So Perry's was a family operation. They got their start in southeast Houston. Uh, it was a family-run operation back in 1979. It was known as Perry's Butcher Shop in Delhi. And in 1986, Chris convinced his dad, Bob, who ran the butcher shop, start adding a few tables. And of course, that was successful and it grew and it ended up expanding. In 1993, they ended up launching uh, Perry's Steakhouse and Grill, which has become wildly popular. They've got, I think, 18 locations across seven states and locations like Denver, Chicago, Birmingham, Miami, and That's really interesting. I, I, I love it when another generation kind of sees a, a new path to take things and when it works, obviously. Yeah. So, you know, I know for, for me at least and a lot of other people, when you hear steakhouse, it can be a little intimidating. You know, you might think very stodgy, super expensive, you know, where people go for big, you know, corporate lunches or only special occasion places. When you went to Perry's recently, do you get that vibe from it? Well, uh, no, and although I, I think that's a common misconception, people think it's going to be you know, very expensive and, you know, it's not affordable and that sort of thing. Perry's, to me, had a very uh, comfortable, kind of laid-back Colorado vibe. Um, I saw lots of people coming in who were dressed casually, just looking for a good meal. In this particular case, in a in location in uh, Lone Tree, they've integrated it into the uh, Park Meadows Mall, so it's sort of the in the walkable areas outside the mall. There's a lot of foot traffic. So it just seems like a natural another restaurant that you can find there. So having said that, I mean, it can certainly be a special occasion type restaurant. Uh, they have a slogan, which is kind of born from their roots uh, originally, called rare and well done every time. 
So what that means is they basically go out of their way to meet any special needs. If you have a special occasion, like an anniversary, you can tell them about it. They'll give you rose petals on the table for it. There's free desserts on birthdays and things like that. So it can be a special occasion. But also it's a very convenient place for lunch or dinner with some really good deals. They have a bar in there called Bar 79, which is kind of a popular place for people to meet and have conversations. You can have a cocktail or wine. They've won the Wine Spectator Award consistently, including 2020. And also craft cocktails that you can get made with Colorado-type spirits. Um, they have one that I tried. It was a lemon lemon drop martini, and they made it with Breckenridge Vodka, Breckenridge Distillery up in the mountains. So it can be a special occasion, but it's very common to have a nice meal there for affordable pricing, and you'll feel very comfortable and in that kind of laid-back environment, I think. That's good to hear. And and I should mention, Real Food Traveler and I are based in Colorado, so is Ron. And so that's why he's referring to the Colorado location here and one of our wonderful distilleries, Breckenridge. So I'd imagine the vibe is slightly different in, in other cities and that maybe you could ask the bartender if they have any local wines, beers, or spirits, you know, if you want to be able to take advantage of a slightly local edge wherever you live where you're visiting a Perry's. I did want to ask about tableside service because in your article, which we have published right now in Real Food Traveler, you talk about the tableside service. Can you explain a little bit about what that means they're doing? And is it regardless of what kind of meat you order? Uh, yeah, good question. So the tableside uh, carvings that they have are only for dinner, typically, and for their pork chop, their famous pork chop, pork chop and also for their Chateaubriand. And so let me tell you a little bit about the pork chop because that's kind of what really fascinates me about the place. Mm-hmm. So this pork chop that they have there, bone-in, uh, it took them about 40 years to perfect this, okay? And the thing is huge. It's like they call it seven fingers high, and it is quite a large cut of meat. So it's a prime cut. They season it. They cure it. It's slowly roasted for up to six hours over pecan wood, and then it's caramelized. So when they bring it to your table side, it comes on a sizzling hot platter, and the chef explains how they're going to cut it. So most people probably never even seen a butcher cut a piece of meat in their lives. <laughs> so if nothing else, this will be the opportunity for them to, to see it actually being done. So they make several cuts, and they start with what's called, they call it the eyelash, which is the top portion, found above what is uh, traditionally called the eye of the chop, and that's probably the juiciest part of the meat. Then there's the loin, okay, so it's sort of like a filet. And then it's followed by the final cut, which is the ribs, and that's sort of the fan favorite, and it was mine too. Very delicious. They top it off with garlic herb butter. It kind of has a uh, sweet and tangy crispness to it. I want to say Christmas. I meant Christmas. <laughs> and it's large, so there's enough for two or three people, I think, at least, unless you're, like, super hungry and haven't eaten for a year. And um, I think it was uh, it was fantastic. It's, it's sort of they're kind of known for that, so I would recommend that they get that if they go. That's really interesting because when you first talked about tableside service, I was just thinking of that in terms of like this nice extra, you know, that they do as part of the whole experience. But it hit me when you said that, that that's hearkening back to their butcher shop roots, you know, of, you know, because yeah. there, there's definitely an art to how you cut meat, not just to put it in a serving size, but to get sort of the best out of it, tenderness-wise. So I, I hadn't even thought about that element. So it's more than just a fancy thing. It's it's a hearkening back to their roots. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I think most people, when you go to the store, you buy your meat in a package, and that's it. You take it home and cook it. But I don't think I don't think the majority of people now have actually, you know, actually seen a butcher taking a piece of meat and cutting it up. In the various parts and knowing what those parts are. 
So if nothing else, it's probably a good educational experience, too, to watch it in addition to being quite entertaining. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because like you said, that was the way you did things. You went to the butcher shop and you asked for a specific cut. And so, no, most of us are just spoiled. We just go to the store, buy a tray. It's all all done up for us. So Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you went there, you were there to experience one of their specials. They Perry's often has various specials. And this one was the autumn three-course special meal that is going on through the end of November, which you talk about in, in your article, and people can read more about that. And you ordered... And I was so glad you did, <laughs> because the pictures are amazing. <laughs> and I really wanted to hear about it, the famous pork chop, which you talked about a little bit. Why did you order that in particular? Well, they're sort of famous for that. And they, and they actually call it the famous pork chop, because it is so large, and it took them a long time to kind of perfect this recipe. I did order this once before by mail order, which I'll talk about in a, in a minute or two, mm. and was able to get it and try it ahead of time about a month or so ago, and it was so good, I thought, okay, I want to get the full <laughs> table-side experience with this. And it's also a good value for the three bottom three-course menu. Normally, the chop is about $44 by itself. Here, you get it with an appetizer and dessert, and you get the whole thing for $45. So they have other specials, too. If you go to their websites, you can find those. They're always running something uh, different and kind of unique. So, But in this case, it was quite good, and you know, I think it was probably good enough to turn a vegan into a carnivore. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and make us carnivores even happier that we are. Um, yeah. So if somebody's going to Perry's for the first time, do you have any tips for like what they should expect or something they absolutely have to order? Yes. People, I think, would really enjoy their grilled asparagus. That seems to be something that they're always talking about on social media. I've heard it People say that it's like the best appetizer they ever had. So it's uh, breaded, and then they fry it, deep fry it, and it comes to your table. So you can get the full size, which is, it is a little pricey at $19, but you can also uh, order half an order, which is uh, about eleven fifty. It's seasoned, and it's it kind of has unique breaded uh, taste to it on the outside, but it's it's crisp and juicy on the on the inside. So it's kind of a unique way to make asparagus. I don't think most people have ever tried it like this, and it was I thought it was fantastic, so I think that would be one thing. The other would be the, I mentioned the Chateaubriand before. Most people never, have probably never even heard of it, let alone tried it, and there's not that many places that you can you can order that and, and see what it's all about. So here you can, and that's another one that they uh, carve table side, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's served with a truffle Merlot demi-glaze and then also a Bernays sauce and a peppercorn reduction sauce, along with some steamed asparagus. And you can get either a six or uh, or eight ounce uh, version of that. So that, that was another one. Now, there is one other one which isn't always on the menu, so a lot of times it's off menu, you might have to ask for it, but it sounds like it's usually available, and that is their Dover sole. So if somebody really doesn't, you know, want to eat meat, there's, you know, they like seafood, uh, the Dover sole is also very popular, and you get a nice quality 10-ounce piece of fish. This one is also deboned table side, so there's a little presentation with that one as well. And that comes with a, a caper garlic butter sauce. And um, from what I've told, I didn't get a chance to try that, but uh, that one just sounds like it's melting your mouth good. And as I'm talking about it, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I know you went there for the meat, as most people do, but did you happen to notice if you were vegetarian or with somebody who was vegetarian, are there enough offerings there? Yes, they do. They have vegetarian offerings and also a lot of gluten-free offerings as well. 
And again, if you just go to the website, if you're in Colorado, you can go there and you can look and they've got all the specials listed there and all the sides and all the different things for, for vegan and, and gluten-free as well. Oh, that's, that's good. That's nice. So somebody goes to Perry's now, like if they, if they have this special in mind, do they need to ask for it in particular, like a secret menu item, or is it pretty obvious that you can order that? Well, you know, in the way in the way of COVID and so forth, they're trying to reduce you know paper. So if you go online, that's probably the best way to take a look and see what the current offerings are. The autumn three course here goes through the end of November, but there's a whole bunch of other ones as well that you can get. And mm-hmm. so it's not a secret, but you do probably have to mention which one you're looking at. They have, if you come for lunch, for example, they've got a pork chop lunch available Wednesdays and Fridays from 1030 to 5. So it's a lunch portion of Perry's Pork Chop, which is just a little bit smaller than the standard size. That comes with, with potatoes, homemade applesauce, and about a half a loaf of bread, all of that for $16. Wow. So I thought that was a pretty good deal. I mean, I've, I paid more than that for a bad meal. Yeah. <laughs> and way very disappointed. And I have a rule at my house that says if only a good meal can erase a bad one. Right. Which is really just an excuse to I tell my wife so I can go out and get something else to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that's a special. They've got a Sunday one as well, which is, I think, $39. And that also includes the pork chop and a couple sides. So I think the value there is very good in terms of what you would normally expect at a, you know, at a high-end sort of quality steakhouse. So people should definitely check their menu online and see what's available at the time. But they always have specials going. Yeah, I've, I've heard of some really ridiculous prices at steakhouses, and it's one of the reasons that I just don't really go and why I kind yeah. of have that stereotype in my head of them being ridiculously pricey and not very comfortable <laughs> to go to. So I'm glad to hear that they have a lot of options. Absolutely. You mentioned this before. Can you get things to go? Uh, yes. They have a complete to-go menu. They have curbside pickup and also delivery through some of the various delivery services uh, as well if you happen to live within the area. So all that's available and again in here in Colorado there's newer restrictions coming in so who knows how long you know be able to go inside and you know sit and so forth but if you don't live or happen to live near Perry's but you still want to try the pork chop for example you can do that online okay so they have a pork chop online available this thing comes fully cooked and frozen it's well packaged. In fact, when I ordered that, uh, it came in a in a huge case. It was heavy. I thought I ordered a buffalo or something. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what it was. And as I, you know, unpacked the thing, it came, you know, with with a big, huge, its own styrofoam case. It had like ten different ice packs in there. It was totally frozen, and it comes with complete instructions on how to reheat it and also how to use uh, any leftovers. And like I said, there's enough. I was eating that for about a week. There was so much food there. So mm-hmm. the seven finger thigh pork chop is something that anybody can get anywhere in the country and, and get it delivered as well. You mentioned leftovers. I'm curious. Like, give me an idea of what some of the leftover suggestions were they had. Well, if you go there, for example, and you ask for it, um, they have a, a card that will give you complete instructions on leftovers, for example, like the white bean chili. We're using their pork chop. Mm-hmm. And just from beginning to end, how you cut up the pork chop, how you create, you know, make the beans, add the different things like onions and spices and seasonings, mm-hmm. and slowly cook that so you have meals, you know, left over for, you know, for the rest of the family. Yeah, I thought that was very, very helpful, too, because, you know, you, you just want to don't just eat straight pork, you know, every single day. Mm-hmm. Maybe have it with something a little bit different. And when you reheated the pork chop, according to their directions, and now having had it in the restaurant, do you feel like you got the same experience, like it tasted the same? 
It did. I mean, the only thing missing was the table side cutting of the thing, you know, which again was an experience in itself. But I mean, it came with everything, including the um, the butter. So once I was able to reheat it and put the butter on it, it was. I thought it was just the same. In fact, I had uh, my grandson and my kids over, and they tried some, and they just thought it was some of the best meat they've ever had in their lives. So I would say yes, it's every bit as good as you get on site. Huh. Okay. Good to hear. My experience, anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. And lastly, you mentioned COVID, and obviously things are changing all the time, and it depends on what state you're in as to what the situation is. But sure. at least here in Colorado, when you were dining in, what did you notice in terms of how they're addressing safety concerns? Right. Well, of course, the servers are all wearing masks. At this location, they are going to 50% capacity, so... You probably need, you know, if you're going during peak hours, you probably want to make a reservation so that you're, you know, you can get a table and you're not sitting right on top of somebody, which it won't exist, you know, now. They uh, do a full uh, sanitation of each table and chair after every service. Once a month, they do a full deep cleaning of everything. So they're very, very conscious of how this works and what they need to do to keep everybody safe. And I think they did a very good job of doing that during my visit. Okay, well, that's, that's good to hear and comforting. Well, Ron, thank you so much for telling us a little bit more about Perry's and and the steakhouse experience and that pork chop. Man, I need to try that out, (laughs) either mail order or... (laughs) I think everybody does. (laughs) Oh, it it sounds amazing. The article that you wrote, which goes into a little bit more detail about what you experienced there and what you had and drinks and things like that, is on realfoodtraveler.com, so everyone can see that. And we appreciate you, Ron, talking to us today on our podcast. And if anyone wants to keep listening to our podcast, because we have quite a few and we're going to have a whole lot more, you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a variety of other podcast listening services. So just look for the Real Food Traveler podcast and you will find us. And visit us on our website, realfoodtraveler.com, for all sorts of stories, travel inspiration at this point, as well as information, recipes, tips, and great information like you'll see from Ron. So thanks again, Ron. I hope you have a great day and many happy, great meals ahead of you. Yeah, thank you, Courtney.